This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. This is a major tragedy, man. One person was killed, another seriously injured on the set of a film that Alec Baldwin was working on. Uh, Alec Baldwin was using a prop gun. It went off. We don't know exactly what happened. They say the gun was supposedly loaded with blanks. But something struck the cinematographer on the movie set. Uh, Helena Hutchins is her name. She was killed. The director of the film, Joe Souza, was rushed to the hospital. He was in some pretty bad condition, but now there's reports that he has been released from the hospital. Alec Baldwin is the one who pulled the trigger. Oh, boy. He was spotted outside the sheriff's office in tears, unconsolable, inconsolable, I should say. Uh, you can just imagine how terrible he must feel. Yeah, it's all so confusing, and like it must have happened so fast, and yeah, it probably hasn't settled in yet. And it's something that he's used to doing. You put your trust in the prop department, they give you a gun, you're there doing your job. You can't get angry at Alec Baldwin. It's not his fault he was doing what he was told to do. Of course, yeah. But still, I'm sure that doesn't help him feel any better that he pulled a trigger and someone is dead and another person was struck in the, uh, in the torso. Yeah, no, that'll that'll stick with you mentally for a while. I, I obviously I feel worse for the family and the person who's passed, but uh, that's not an easy burden to carry. How the hell did this happen? Was it? Didn't this happen once before? Yeah. Well, you are you thinking of the crow? Was that because I was Brandon I thought, Lee, Bruce Lee's son, was killed on the set of the crow back in the nineties? Because was that was there a bullet in the gun? Like no, it was a real that, gun? That was a blank, but there was debris or the the blank was incorrectly made. So shrapnel came out of the gun and and killed Brandon Lee. Oh man. And they had to fill the the movie with doubles and stuff because it, it, the movie wasn't even almost done. They had to use some trickery to to finish the film as a to honor his legacy. You wonder this film is it's a western called Rust that Alec Baldwin was working on. You wonder how he, can you go back on the set and continue after an accident like this? Yeah, and there's so much money at stake with these big Hollywood films. They're probably going to have to finish it. Yeah, I think you would be contractually obligated and you know how business goes you know if there's investors with money tied up they're gonna make it man uh, just a sad story a prop gun misfiring killing a cinematographer on the set of the latest alec baldwin movie baldwin the one who pulled the trigger will keep an eye on this story because yeah what went wrong is going to be the big question jim do you and your fiance sarah communicate via meme you send memes to each other um sometimes sometimes like a funny meme but not 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 often okay i'm gonna warn you about something because my wife and i uh uli and i have gone down this road where we send like you, you always see memes about being married married life online mm-hmm. and if there's one that strikes a chord i'll send it to her like the other day i saw this one and it's a uh, it's a garbage can with a ton of garbage like piled up in a mountain pyramid on top of the garbage can. And it says, wives passively, aggressively piling trash like Jenga until you take it out. Do you guys do that? So No, it doesn't get that extreme, but I know exactly what you're talking my about. My wife won't take the recycling out. She will balance stuff on top of the recycling bin in the kitchen. 
and wait until I take it out. I know. I do know what you mean. I am the garbage man in the house. Uh-huh. So, yeah, but it it hasn't got to the... Because ours has a lid on it that comes down, but sometimes the lid is half propped up by the garbage. Right. And it'll, it'll get full until... Who knows? I've never seen the limit. Because I'm the one who always has to go, okay, enough's enough, and take it out. So I, I sent that one to my wife the other day, and she responded by sending me a meme. Uh-oh. Uh, it says, kids, quote, daddy's nicer, me. Ah. Oh. I hear you. Then daddy can put you to bed and mommy will go away for three hours. Love you. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy will go to the bar. Watch football. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, but I see the road we're going down. I have a feeling that one of these days, uh, one of these memes that we we exchange is going to hit too close to home (laughs) and it may end our relationship. Yeah, you got a good game of meme ping pong going on. Uh Who's going to (laughs) win? It's October 22nd, 2021, also known as National Nut Day. Jim, I don't think I need to ask what your favorite nut is. Why not? Because you got a giant satchel of almonds sitting next to you every morning. That's true, yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't say they're my favorite, but I think they're the most healthy. They're like healthy fats or something like that. I think the peanut is still my favorite nut. What would you pay for a bag of almonds that size? Because it's massive. It's big, yeah. It was like, uh, I'm going to say somewhere between like f- 15 and $17 or something like that. It used to be 12 but... Like you, everything else, the price of almonds has gone up. But almonds went up first. Like, they're all... From what I understand, most of them are grown in California, and the water is super expensive, so everything goes way up there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, Billy Bob Thornton show Goliath. One of the seasons is about uh, almond farming or nut farming, and uh, it has to do with the water shortage in yeah. California. I don't know how the growing process works, but apparently it takes like an outrageous amount of water to get one almond. You better savor every one of those morsels. I do. Every one of those nuts you put in your mouth, Jim. I do. I just leave it in there like a che- like chewing tobacco. Yeah. You don't you, you don't uh you don't chew it. You just suck on it. Suck on it. Yeah. Occasionally spit into a Tim Hortons cup. That's it. Well, this is not the best day for me. You know, uh, I'm very limited in terms of the nuts I can enjoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got some allergies, got right? Got some allergies. When I was 12 years old, I ate a cookie with a walnut in it, went into anaphylactic shock and cardiac arrest. Not fun. So a bit of a, uh, a spotty past when it comes to celebrating nuts for so, the old Taz man. Wait a second. I, could, I just said peanut is my favorite nut, but you're the one who informed me that that's not actually even a nut. It's a legume. <laughs> Peanut is a legume, like a pea or a bean. That is crazy. Yeah, because nuts grow on trees. Legumes grow in the ground, right? I, I don't know. I think, guess so. Think about a peanut field. Have you ever seen a peanut field? I have not. Yeah. But I guess like a peanut shell is not unlike a, a, a pod of peas, right? You know what I mean? Very similar. Yeah. You've got it figured out now, Jim. Here we go. So every time I eat peanut butter, I'm eating vegetables. Right? Yeah. A veggie Sammy. Yeah, it's like having a bean.
Well, if you are a nut fan, get out there and celebrate today. It is October 22nd, National Nut Day. Celebrate National Nut Day with Martha Stewart. I always love to go to a party where there's gigantic spicy nuts. Martha Stewart likes gigantic nuts. Nothing's worse than rancid old nuts. It just isn't worth your time or effort. Martha says rancid old nuts aren't worth your time. And I think that the nuts are ready. She likes them warm. Warm nuts. They really smell good. Warming just brings out the fragrance of the nuts. On National Nut Day, Martha Stewart loves warm, fragrant nuts. This is if you're really bad. I want to see you peacock. Time for sports on a Friday. Devin Peacock joins us. Global News Radio. He's our sports guy. Dev, some very exciting news for soccer fans across the Great White North. Yeah, Canada has cracked the top in the FIFA World Ranking. Hey! We started the year ranked number 72 in the world. We are now ranked 48th in the world. Throughout 2021, Canada has gone 11, 2, and 4. We've outscored the competition 52 to 10 this year. 2021 has been a great year for Canadian men's soccer. It's been a great year for Canadian women's soccer. It's been a great year for Canadian soccer in general. People are getting on the bandwagon here, starting to get excited about the possibility of Canada making the World Cup. What is the timeline like? How many uh, more weeks, months are they going to be playing these qualifying games before we know if Canada is going to be in the World Cup? A while. The uh, World Cup for 2022 is going to be in Qatar next year. Because it's in Qatar, it's later in the year than it would normally be held. So it's going to be basically held a year from now. And so there's extra time to decide who's actually going to Why why did they move it? Because Qatar is extremely hot in the summer. (laughs) It's like a desert. (laughs) It's basically a desert. (laughs) Playing soccer in a sauna. That's a good point. So November 2022 is when they're having the World Cup. Qualifying in Canada's division goes through March. Now, we might know before the end of March if Canada will make it based on the points. Currently in the standings, they're third, which is great. You need to be in the top three, ultimately the top four. There's a a playoff that is uh, initiated for uh, those deciding the the fourth spot, but essentially the top four uh, make it through. But it's going to be a while before we know. But here's an extra cool thing about this. Being in the top 50 is pretty prestigious for the players. And this could allow for some of the Canadian soccer players who are not already playing in Europe to achieve some interest from some teams in England, Spain, France, or Germany. And the more experience they get overseas, the better it'll be for them when they play for Canada. Richie Larea is one guy who plays for TFC. He has garnered some interest from English soccer teams in the past. Now that he's in the top 50, I would expect to see him move in the future because of Canada's success internationally. Also great if Canadian players uh, start making their way over to Europe to play in the leagues over there. Could get uh, people on this side of the world more interested in European soccer. It's it's a win-win all around. Very excited for Team Canada cracking that top 50. Thanks, Dev. Today is QR code day. This is uh, officially when the uh, the QR codes start working. So more than 4 million people have downloaded their QR codes as of yesterday. You go up to uh, uh, 
public spot there. You want to go inside, you, you show them the QR code on your phone or on a piece of paper. They scan it, and if you're double vaxxed, you'll be welcome inside. Here we go. I thought they were going to keep the restaurant thing going until after Halloween so that there was no Halloween parties in the bars. Like, I was wondering why they yeah. were waiting. Halloween parties are going to be off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost better to have them in bars and restaurants where at least there is some sort of um, rules and regulations in place. At house parties, you go to, if it's all house parties, people are just going to be rubbing up on each other and crammed into houses. Like, it's what's the difference? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's still going to happen both ways in both places, probably. Well, there definitely are going to be house parties for the people who don't have their QR codes. Mm -hmm. I mean, whether you like it or not, this is the new reality here, people. This season on CSI, a new kind of detective emerges. Sir, there's another fake vaccine passport, this time at a hockey game. All right, we'll go down to the vaccine of the crime and ask around if anyone vaccine who done it. CSI, vaccine passport detective. Sir, there's a serial killer on the loose. No, there's no time. We have to catch this vaccine passport forger. Don't you know there's a global pandemic happening? But this We'll deal with that later. This is more important. Ten nail-biting episodes of CSI Vaccine Passport Detective coming this fall to Stack TV. Wow, that's Stack TV. They've got everything. (laughs) (laughs) QR code. (laughs) Q, 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 Q. I want to see you peacock. You peacock. Time for sports. Devin Peacock joins us from Global News Radio. Hey, Dev. Hey, guys. Did the Habs lose? Uh, the Habs lose. Uh, the Habs did lose last night. They, they lost four-one to the Carolina Hurricanes. Yes, Perry Kokniemi even scored for the Carolina Hurricanes against his old team, which uh, the uh, Hurricanes were delighted by. They are having a lot of fun uh, poking fun at the Montreal Canadiens right now. After they won last night, they tweeted in French about how they had won. And then they tweeted a an URL for a website they have created called didthehabslose.com. On the website, you can check to see if the Habs lost. You can also buy a T-shirt for Yesberry Kokniemi or Sebastian Aho, who the Montreal Canadiens tried to sign previously back in 2019, starting off this blood feud between Montreal and Carolina. And you can buy the... Uh, uh, the T-shirts for 20 bucks, which is the uh, jersey number for Aho, and that is the signing bonus that the Hurricanes gave Cook Niemi. So Carolina really is not letting this go. Still obsessed. They are still obsessed. They're, they're basically like that guy who graduates high school and just can't let it go, who, you know, 20 years after out of high school keeps asking you the same time, hey, remember when we did this? Hey, remember we did that? It's like they just... They just, they just can't let it go. Al Bundy, Polk High. I was going to say me. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Kelly. Taz and Jim show. I just don't go to graduation parties, right? <laughs> you know what I like about this high school, man? While Carolina was coming with all these sweet burns, I don't know if they remembered that they lost Dougie Hamilton to the New Jersey Devils. He didn't want to sign with the team. He's one of the best defensemen in the league. They traded away their top goaltending prospect to the Detroit Red Wings for what amounted to be a third-round pick. It's not as though they had a fantastic offseason. They're after a good start this year. Congratulations to Carolina. 
But uh, maybe uh, get your eyes on the prize here, guys. Yeah, I'm all for a good sports rivalry, but it seems like they're really trying to force this one. If I was Carolina, I would have made a website called Did the Leafs Lose to a Zamboni Driver? <laughs> dot com. <laughs> huh? That would be a good one. Don't you two uh, Leaf fans agree? That was years ago. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> did the Habs lose dot com. Yes, they did, but uh, they're living rent-free in the Hurricanes' heads. Thanks, Dev. We've been pronouncing Ikea wrong? What? Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. You said it the way I say it, Ikea. Ikea. It's the same way everybody I've ever heard say it says it, including on television. But apparently uh, in Canada, we've in America, we've been saying Ikea completely wrong. Um, I guess it's actually pronounced Ikea. 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 The, uh, yeah, the Swedish multinational conglomerate has come out to set the record straight on how to pronounce Ikea because people weren't, weren't only pronouncing it Ikea. Some were uh, pronouncing it Ikea or Ikea or Ikea, but it is in fact Ikea. Ikea. If you say it in its natural born Sweden language, Swedish language, Ikea is Ikea. how they pronounce it. Well, I, I disagree. <laughs> I, I respectfully. Disagree. You know, Swedish multinational conglomerate? What? You can't put this on us. <laughs> it's been years. Let's, let's call the Burlington Ikea. Okay. And see what happens. How they pronounce it. Hey, and welcome to Ikea. To continue in English, press 1. Hey, sorry, we are currently closed. I heard Ikea. Blatantly, the robot said it. If you're calling yourself Ikea for decades, you can't one day say, you guys are all pronouncing my name wrong, it's Ikea. Yeah. It's like, why were you sitting on that for so long? What, what, what's, what do you gain to you benefit from this? You should have corrected us the first time <laughs> we said it wrong. True. If a new employee comes in and they don't, and you call him Steve for the like longest time, and then four years later he says it's actually Stefan, too late, you're Steve forever now. Hey, and welcome to Ikea. Hey, sorry, we are currently closed. It's Ikea. What's with all the haze as well on your phone service? Hey, it's Ikea. Hey, we're closed right now. Ikea, hasn't your parents ever told you that hay is for horses? And horses are for your meatballs? What? You don't remember the Ikea horse meat, meatball scandal, Jim? Vaguely. Sorry, I mean the... Ikea. Ikea. There we horse go. Horse meat, meatball scandal. And they're actually pronounced meatballs. <laughs> Jim, I caved last night, was at the Walmart, saw that big old satchel of O. Henry's mixed with Reese's peanut butter cups, Reese's pieces, Mm -hmm. the cookies and cream. It's the best bag of chocolate bars there is, in my opinion. That's a good one. That's a good quality uh, variety. I enjoy every, every bar. You know, some of the bags, some of the satchels or boxes that you buy. They've got one bar that is always the last one to get eaten. Sure, yeah, yeah. The bottom of the box is all one color, mm-hmm. like after five days. Like the arrows. You don't like arrows? That's just chocolate. You're a plain guy. You're a plain chip guy. I, I'm not surprised that you like the arrows. They're not my favorite. I would rather have a Snickers or a Mars, but I mean, it's, as far as satisfying anybody, I think an arrow, 
Nobody doesn't like an arrow, well, right? I, I saw our friend Liz posted this uh, earlier in the week on the Facebook pages. She she asked with that specific because that one is the coffee crisp, the Kit Kat. The arrow and the Smarties. Yeah, yeah. If you had to get rid of one from that pack, which which would you get rid of? Smarties is the easiest answer ever, for sure. See, I wouldn't because Smarties with my kids, huge hit. I would lose the arrow in a second. Hmm. Coffee crisp, I love. I love. I love breaking apart a coffee crisp and eating it in sections. Like you eat down the. the the, the top t- piece, and then you eat like the coffee oh. part in the middle, kind of like an Oreo cookie. I've never done that. It's fun. You should give it. I a I didn't try. know that was legal. I thought you had. To, <laughs> I thought you had to eat it with a coffee, like those old '90s commercials. And then Kit Kats are just skinny coffee crisps. But yeah, Kit Kats are amazing, though. Kit Kats are great. Smarties suck because, like, the, well, just for me, as I don't have any kids, so when I buy the food, buy the candy, I'll be left with whatever is left. And Smarties is the one you can't binge eat that well. Mm. Like your mouth gets cut up. First off, the taste is the the covering of the Smarties is the most tasteless, tasteless stuff ever. Whatever Would you that. Go M&M over Smarties every day. Every day, the crunch is more satisfying, and it doesn't cut up your mouth. Like Smarties, I don't know that that whatever is covering the chocolate the doesn't candy taste coated. good, and it like is hard. I don't like it. And if you eat like seven boxes in a row, <laughs> you it starts to hurt. And then you you will. get your finger in Would the bottom you? of the box. The best is you're complaining about how you don't like Smarties, yet you will still sit there and eat seven boxes in a row. What are you gonna do? Throw them out? <laughs> The yeah. guy, there's starving kids that would love Smarties, Taz. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna waste them. Right. I will sacrifice my my gums. Have you bought your Halloween candy yet? No, because I know I will eat it. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I've bought my Halloween candy yet either, because this hundred pack of O Henry's and and Reese's treats is gonna be gone. By next weekend. <laughs> Does the price go up the closer it gets to Halloween? Because I would put it up if I had a store. But that's like, I, I, you know, there must be like a balance. Like a certain amount of days out would be the perfect time to buy candy. Because yeah. the day before, I would be it shocked depends, if the price didn't go up. Depends how much stock they have, right? If they want to move move stock. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You'd think the price might go down a bit before. But definitely the day after, price goes down. Mm-hmm. And I know you'll be stopping at the store... On the Monday after Halloween, Jim, and you'll be stocking up on Smarties even though you say you hate them. (laughs) Better than no Smarties. They're 50% off. How (laughs) can I not buy them? Zeppelin with Taz and Jim. Ramble on. Leaves are falling on the ground. They sure are. And it's just going to increase here with the temperatures getting cooler and cooler. It was a a chilly start to our morning, Jim. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the people working outside this morning. We're deciding, like, do I wear the gloves? Is it going to get sweaty? I guess I'll pop the gloves on for a bit. I don't know. It's that old grass is always greener thing, huh? So all summer I'm complaining it's too hot. God, I wish it was too hot again. (laughs) I will never complain about it being too hot ever again. I guess maybe in my house. Do you complain about about the cold, though? Are you a Rarely. cold complainer? No, not really. I try not to. I like the cold. I like the cold. That, like, I like snowmobiling. I like skiing and snowboarding. Got to remember where you live. Mm-hmm. Happens every year, folks. Mm-hmm. Looking ahead in the forecast, Halloween is going to be around 12 degrees as the high. 
and five degrees as the low. Uh, you're wondering when it's going to start freezing. It doesn't look until like until after Halloween that we're going to start dipping below zero as the overnight low. So there's a positive. But I am seeing a lot of cloud in the forecast for the next two weeks. Bound to happen. We had a we had a good run, a long summer. We should uh, chalk it up as a win. Right. It's going to be chilly for all those sexy Halloween costumes, though, on Saturday the 30th. Mm-hmm. Won't stop anybody, though. Uh, light, lightweight fabric and not a lot of it <laughs> in those Halloween costumes. Uh, I miss those days. I don't, I, I don't know if I've the last time I've been out to a bar. <laughs> you miss what? Dressing in a scantily clad costume, Jim? You know, going out to a bar on, on Halloween and seeing them all. It's I don't a think great time to, to be single. It's a great time, yeah, to be in college. Is, it was the best. Right. Yeah. And now you got uh, the announcement coming later today. It's expected that Doug Ford is going to say that restaurant capacities and bar capacities will be increased. Um, Stuff like, will you be able to stand in a bar and drink a beer, or are you still going to have to sit down at a table? That's up in the air, but Mm. it's it's a real possibility that we're going to get a lot closer to the way things were before um, two years ago when the pandemic broke out. Almost two years, man. Crazy to think. COVID-19, like just the name of it seems so outdated. Yeah, it's yeah, 2021. It really, yeah, <laughs> isn't it COVID 21 at this point? It's been it's been almost two years, but that could be big news if you're planning to go out and uh, get into some mischief on the Halloween weekend next weekend. It'd be nice to be able to get indoors with your QR code as well, because it's going to be chilly out on the patios. Mm-hmm. All right. I started watching Squid Game last night, Jim. You finally did, eh? Cave to the pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think? Meh. It's all right. Okay. You loved it? I didn't love it, but I thought it was good. It did was you definitely fi- good. Did you finish the entire series? I did, yeah. Can you at least uh, just tell me, and if you're hardcore, you don't want any spoilers, just turn it down for a second, but... Is this going to be an ongoing thing? I I don't know if the the formula is sustainable for my interest level. What do you mean? Like a a second season or this whole season? One season. If it's a one and done, I think I can handle it, but I don't think I need to see a a season two of this show. Mm -hmm. I think I agree with the, I don't need a season two. What is it? Why is it so met? You see, here's the thing. Everybody's been talking about it, so it obviously can't live up to whatever expectations are going on out there but you don't think it's good at all nothing intriguing you're well, not it's good to see you know that i uh i have been known to um gamble a little bit sure i don't feel like gambling after watching it <laughs> yeah man you see how it, like you're up and you're uh, down right there's there's kind of there's two it's twofold i feel like i don't have a gambling problem <laughs> Compared to the characters on the show. Sure, sure. But at the same time, it's like, man, imagine you got there, know your limits, and play within it, Squid (laughs) Gamers. Well, yeah, you'll be frustrated if you're going to, if that kind of theme continues to run through the whole season. So it might might be a feel good story for you then. Season two, though, or is it done after this? What do you think? It's up in the air. Okay. But I mean, it's the most successful Netflix show of all yeah, time. They'll make, so they'll make a season two. Even if they weren't planning on it, they will shoehorn something in there. I get it, though. I understand why people are starting to play these games that are featured in the show. They do look like fun. Like, I would love to have a big uh, red light, green light match. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. See if I can beat my buddies. Sure. Maybe with paintballs. 
Paintballs would be good. <laughs> Can we set that up? Yeah. <laughs> we got skid games, and we'll just uh, do <laughs> we'll do local games around here uh, for the same prize. Yeah, and what was the uh, the cookie one I watched? That's that's where I am. I'm at the cookie episode. Yeah, yeah. That that's kind of a dumb game. Yeah, that one's stupid because it's not something I'm aware of. Maybe it's a South Korean game. I would love it if it was all Canadian games though, and like specifically Canadian stuff would be fun. Yeah, Red like, Rover. Yeah, yeah, Red Rover would be great. Capture the flag, maybe. Hockey. Manhunt. Team loses. The guns come out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there'd be a rock, paper, scissors episode in this one. For Is there sure. not? And spoilers, yeah, buddy. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I'll leave, I'll leave the rest in the air, but. That's a, that would be a tough one because that's very random. Rock, paper, scissors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you going to watch uh, Nightmare on Elm Street this weekend? I know you've been, uh, you've been dabbling into the vintage horror movies. You watched Halloween mm-hmm. earlier this week, and I said if you're going to watch Halloween, you've got to watch the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, which I've never seen, so uh, that's on the list, as well as the original Exorcist, with, like, which I've shockingly never seen as well. Keep this in mind. You can now buy Nancy's house from a Nightmare on Elm Street for $3.25 million U.S. Hmm. It's in California. It was used for the exterior shots in the film. <laughs> and uh, there's a guest house and a pool in the backyard. It would be great if you wanted to buy it and turn it into an Airbnb. That's the way to do it, eh? Let Freddy Krueger fans spend the night, do the interior of the house up like Nightmare on Elm Street style. You could probably make some good coin doing that. Sure. In the tub, make, there, make sure there's like an arm hand contraption. <laughs> I thought you hadn't seen it. But it's been it's in the ether, yeah. you know? I know all like the classic parts. You're lying in the tub and there's just an arm coming up from down below. <laughs> so authentic. Right. It can't just be sticking out though. It has to come up halfway through your bath. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah of course. You gotta wait for it. Some sort of contraption. If you wanna buy Nancy's Nightmare on Elm Street house, I'm sure you'll sleep great. <laughs> 3.25 million dollars. It's up on the market. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.